This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. We're in week four of the NFL season. College football's booming. The National Football League is booming. So you know this news has to be massive. For us to lead out with Damian Lillard going to the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm so excited. It's football season and I'm excited about this basketball news. Damian Lillard, he knows what time it is. Mm. He's been waiting for something like this where for the first time in his NBA career, he can go on a basketball court and know that he has more than a fair shot. Not just to win a series, not just have a deep run, but to win an NBA championship. Y'all need to look into the box for Tom Brady. We're just going to put that out there. Welcome to the best show on your radio. It's the afternoon get down known as Freddie and Harry. Got my man Harry Douglas. He is excited as all get outside about what's happening in the NBA today with Damian Lillard on his way to the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm just really Freddie Coleman presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Series XM Channel 80. Don't forget about us and tune in. And always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We can't wait to hear what you have to say on the Freddie and Harry hotline, part of the Dr. Pepper call online about this trade at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. But that's the big news of the day. Portland Trail Blaze trade Damian Lillard to the Milwaukee Bucks in a three-team deal. Portland, they'll get Drew Holiday, DeAndre Aiden, Tamani Kamara, Milwaukee's 2029 unprotected first-round pick, and unprotected Milwaukee swap rights in 2028 and 2030. Phoenix gets Yusef Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. But the Miami Heat, uh, hmm, um, Uh-oh. yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. They paid for the arrogance and the insolence, thinking that this was going to be a dumb deal, dumb deal, excuse me, when Damian Lillard said, there are two places I want to go, and one of them is that destination down south in Miami. And I will say this, Freddie, looking at the Miami Heat and what they were able to do last year, being in the play-in situation and making the NBA Finals, beating the Milwaukee Bucks, and, um, you know, what Jimmy Butler has meant to that franchise since mm-hmm. going there, two finals appearances, but at the end of the day, they didn't have the gas against the Los Angeles Lakers a few years ago. Right. They didn't have the gas and, you know, that offensive weapon that could score at will be another guy for them against the Denver Nuggets. And the Denver Nuggets just overpowered them in the NBA Finals. So when you look at this team now and how it's constructed and you see a Gabe Vincent who played a meaningful role, opened a lot of people's eyes this season, mm-hmm. number one, when he became a starter, at that point guard position, but also during the playoffs. And we've seen when he was out, uh, I believe it was the Boston Celtics, in the Boston Celtics series, that one game, how dysfunctional that offense looked for the Miami Heat because he's a guy that can orchestrate things and also create for himself and go get a bucket. So he's no longer with them. You look at Max Struess, um, and, and I know a lot of people are saying, Max Struess, he was nowhere to be found in the NBA Finals. But Max Struess played a role in the Miami Heat the yes, last he few years mm-hmm. and what they meant uh, to, to basketball. So those two guys are no longer there. When it comes to the point guard position, I don't, I don't believe Kyle Lowry can be someone you can count on. No, you can't. Right now they You're have right. Tyler Heroes listed as their point guard guy. But I, I'm saying to myself, is this – going to be all season long? Because I don't think you want Tyler Hero in that role the entire season. No, he, he's going to be a scoring point guard, meaning scoring points for him as the guard position, not right. trying to get other people involved. That's, That's not his thing. game. Yep, That's not his game. That's not his name when it comes to that, when it comes to Miami. But the what now happens. Why? Well, Brian Windhorst, ESPN NBA insider, when he was on Carlin versus Joe, he says the reason they did not get Damian Lillard is that they were not as desperate as their fans who wanted Damian Lillard in a Miami Heat uniform. 
I don't think Miami ever viewed getting Dame Lillard as the be-all, end-all. I understand why their fans felt that. And I understand after it was made clear that's where Dame wanted to be, that it was easy to jump to that conclusion. And if you watch the way the Heat went out during the finals, you would say, my gosh, what if they had a dynamic uh, offensive player to put next to Jimmy Butler and a player like Dame would fill that hole. But I just don't think that the Heat ever approached this with a with a with an aggression. And so again, you may say why. And I think the answer number 1 is they didn't think that they needed to do that with what they had on their roster. I think they really like the young players they have. And secondly, the Miami Heat are never desperate. Charles in Ohio, thanks for calling the Freddie and Harry hotline at 888-729-3776. Big Charles, what you got, my friend? First of all, many blessings to the both of you. Love listening to you. When I heard about this trade, I almost wrecked my fuel truck because I deliver fuel for a living. Oh, but no. how dumb does Miami really have to feel right now? You mean you got everybody in Florida thinking, ooh, we about to get some dame time, and you got no time. Jimmy Butler waiting for him. Everybody. And then all of a sudden this blockbuster happens. And, and I think it's uh... – it's the thing that we just heard from Brian Windhorse, right? Mm-hmm. Miami wasn't as desperate as everyone else thought they were when it came to going to get a player like Damian Lillard. Because you look at their roster, now they still have players. I'm not going to ever count this team out. My brother Tony Douglas played for this organization, so I understand what heat culture is and what it means right. being around them for an entire year. But you still have a Tyler Hero who you miss in his scoring and what he meant to this basketball team last year throughout that playoff run when he got hurt early on in the playoffs. Uh, Jimmy Butler is a guy that you know you can count on. Kevin Love. Let's see what Kevin Love is going to be able to bring to the table. Now, it, it, I don't think it's going to be much because mm-hmm. he's a little older. He's getting about, the, in the to, back end of his career. I was about to have you drug tested. You're going to say Kevin Love is going to be an important piece. I was about to have but, you drug but, tested, Harry Douglas. But can he, on a consistent <laughs> basis, if he plays, what, 18 to 20 minutes, yeah. give you an a, a 8 to 10 points? But Bam, I, I like what I've seen from Bam in the NBA Finals. And Caleb Martin, his ascension last season Absolutely. was masterful. It was masterful. Duncan Robinson, I think a player that they was ready to, you know, forget about and they did. until Tyler Hero got hurt. Mm-hmm. And then he started to show what he was capable of and why he's on this roster. Highsmith, he came in sparingly at times. So I think when you look at their roster, they have pieces. Mm-hmm. I just think they need mm-hmm. that point guard. Mm-hmm. They need mm-hmm. that guy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't see this team contending if they don't have that on their roster. They have a dude A when it comes to Jimmy Butler. They don't have a dude B. I like Tyler Hero, but can he be a difference maker when everybody's game planning for you? All the pieces that you mentioned, Harry, is stewed by you. They're all nice pieces. You can't have nice pieces if you're going to win a championship. The days of Dirk Nowitzki and the Dirkettes in modern basketball can't happen anymore. In the NBA, you need those two greats and somebody who's bubbling under. Miami has one great in Jimmy Butler. There's no no discussion about that. They don't have that somebody else. Well, and Bam, because no, no, and, and I'm not saying Bam is that other piece. Bam would have a series versus the Denver Nuggets. We're like, dang, Bam is really out there playing his ass off. 
But you look at the series versus the Boston Celtics. Where was he? And, and you're scratching your head and you're saying, is, is mm-hmm. he is he going to show up at some point? Yep. Is he going to be that guy that's that's going to help Jimmy Butler out? And I think in in those cases, in those moments, you can't have questions about your number two or your number three when it comes to playoff basketball. Yeah, and it's you too have late. to know yeah. those guys are yeah. going to show up every series. And it's too late to go find somebody on September 27th with the season less than a month away. Training camps are right around the corner for the NBA. So Miami has that heat culture. That can get you to certain places. But we are having a different conversation if Giannis does not get injured in that series versus Milwaukee. I agree. And, and still, though, Still with Giannis coming back, a lot of people are forgetting. They had in, the in the fourth quarter of yep. those last two games, game four and game they five. had double-digit leads. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. So I, I know Milwaukee, after that series, was beating themselves upside the head, kicking each other in the ass like, man, we really just blew two fourth-quarter leads mm-hmm. versus the Miami Heat. At home, especially yeah. game five, an elimination game. Keep weighing in at Triple H, say ESPN. 888-729-3776. Your thoughts on Damian Lillard, part of a three-team trade on his way to the Milwaukee Bucks. We want to hear what you have to say on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Henry, in my hometown of Brooklyn, BK, all day, every day. Big Hank, what you got, my friend? Yes, sir. You are absolutely right about BK, all day, every day. Yes, well, I just know that um, as of uh, about an hour ago, I think about 100 psychiatrists moved to Miami because uh, all the Heat fans are on suicide watch right about now. This was absolutely insane for them. No question. Uh, Because, you know, everybody always talk about the Heat culture. We're doing this, we're doing that. But they have yet to win an NBA Finals without LeBron James also in the past few years. That's one thing. And then number two, I mean, this, them going to the Milwaukee, him going to the Milwaukee Bucks without giving up Chris Middleton and Brooke Lopez, this is like, like, they have to go to the Eastern Conference Finals at a minimum. At a minimum. As long as Dane can stay healthy and Giannis can stay healthy. This is an absolute blockbuster here. Um, and this is just making for a more interesting NBA season. No doubt. No doubt yeah, about I'm that. A, I'm going to turn that around because, okay. yeah, we may look at the Miami Heat not being able to win an NBA championship without LeBron James on that roster. But I would turn around and ask a lot of people, did you expect Miami in those years to get to where they were? Nobody saw that. Nobody no. saw Miami get into the NBA no. Finals two, twice in the last four years. So so I understand what he's saying. Yeah. I, I just don't agree with it to a certain degree. You know what it is? Because Henry is just like me as a Knicks fan. He still has PTSD from those series in the 90s. But Charlie Ward gets turned upside down, <laughs> and they staggered the suspensions in the series that the Knicks led three games to one. I get what Henry's saying about, you know what, all you psychiatrists, you're going to have new clients right now down in Miami because plenty of them are right now lying on their couch going, I can't believe that Damian Lillard did not come here. He's not a Miami Heat player. What's that? There's one person I had the utmost respect for as a basketball mind. Don't don't ever count Pat Rally out. Oh no, I don't count him or Eric Spolstra out. The 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 man yep. in charge and Eric Spolstra, who for my money is the best coach in the NBA. But you can only be so good if you don't have enough dudes in modern basketball, well, the, especially in the NBA. And that's why I said I I don't see this team contending for an NBA championship without that point guard piece. Right. Um, but I, when I say don't count Pat Riley out. Don't count him out trying to figure something else out. Well, he can figure something out, but it's going to be hard. That bargain bin's got awful thin <laughs> trying to right find now. somebody <laughs> to make that work. Let's go to Portland. Nick in Portland wants to weigh in on this. A guy that played in your city, Nick, Damian Lillard, that was committed to your city on his way to Milwaukee. Nick, what are your thoughts about that on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio? Hey, first time uh, 
caller, longtime listener, just wanted to say happy for Dame. Um, he gave everything he had to the franchise, and he held it um, himself, you know, as a true professional, and happy for him. Secondly, I uh, just wanted to say that I think it's a good trade um, for all teams involved. Mm-hmm. Portland gets yep. uh, a young and talented, not polished, uh, big and DeAndre Ayton to go with Scoot Henderson, and they get Drew Holiday. Uh, the Suns get Nurkic. Nurkic, you know, joins a team that has all the other pieces in book and uh, KD. So just a kind of a win-win. Uh, Milwaukee gets there. Um, Robin to, um, you know, Giannis is Batman. It's not every day you see um, the NBA where, you know, teams don't get hosed and everybody kind of wins. Thanks for my call. No, I, I was – I would say this about Dame, uh, Dame Lillard, right? He's going into year 12, and for him to have an opportunity to contend and compete for a championship with the Milwaukee Bucks, I'm excited, extremely excited for. And here's something that Monica McNutt brought up. She beat me, she beat me to the punch. She sure did. She and, beat me to the punch on this And you were not one. happy about it either. <laughs> but I had wrote down Terry Stotts in my notes because that's a guy from 2012 to 2021 – that coached Damian Lillard with yep. the Portland Trailblazers. Absolutely. So that's a piece to this whole thing we can't ignore because he's on the staff of the Milwaukee Bucks underneath the head coach, Adrian Griffin. That that had to play a factor I didn't think about in, that. in this whole ordeal. Yeah. That you had a guy that has coached Dame his entire career besides one year, and I'm pretty sure – they went to him or he said something to somebody about Damian Lillard to kind of kick this thing off as well. Because I'm sure you're Damian Lillard. When the Bucks became part of your radar, you looked at that and said, hmm, there's a lot of things I like mm-hmm. that can help me get to where I'm going to get, where I believe I'm going to have a chance to win an NBA championship. With a guy that's already won it, I've not been in the NBA Finals, I'm desperate to get there, and now I'm with an organization with dudes on that team that have been there to say, hey, we can't wait to incorporate you to see exactly how this is going to work with a team in Milwaukee that has gone from being the fourth best team to win the NBA championship to now being the odds-on favorite of 4-1 to one due to most sports books when it comes to the NBA championship. And the bonus piece. What's the bonus piece? The head piece? coach for the Milwaukee Bucks. He won an NBA championship with the Toronto Raptors. So that's another piece to the puzzle. Can you imagine Adrian right? Griffin? He's sitting it's in his office. Piece of the puzzle. Right, he's sitting in his office, you know, getting ready for training camp. You know, man, I'm liking Milwaukee. Man, I can't wait to go to Cops Burgers again and get something to eat right there. And all of a sudden, they peek in his office. Hey, Adrian, by the way, we, we got, got Damian Lillard. Um, <laughs> happy Wednesday. And he probably went, I'm sorry, what's that now? And he probably took his whole playbook that he had. He just went like this. Oh, we got Damian Lillard. All right, I got to come with a new playbook as far as that goes because happy, now I got happy, that joy, guy. Happy, joy, happy, happy, joy. Any, anytime Ren and Stippy makes the show, it's good for the show. It's good for the soul. And damn it, it's good for the country. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. Meanwhile, in Miami, Jimmy Butler, we think he was kidding when he put on Instagram that, you know what, NBA, you got to investigate how this happened, that a guy that I wanted, a guy that I thought I was going to get, is now going to be a member of the Milwaukee Bucks. Yo, NBA, man, y'all need to look into the Bucks for tampering. Y'all do. I'm just going to put that out there. Y'all didn't hear it from me, but I heard it through somebody. Y'all look at him. Not saying it from a friend, but not saying it from me, but you guys, he was kidding. He had a little bit of a wry smile, but you can look into his eyes a little bit. He's probably thinking, man. I, I thought this was going to be the deal. Damian Lillard coming here to play with me. 
not going to play in the Eastern Conference with the Milwaukee Bucks, a team that we beat in a five-game series, and now we got to deal with them, and now he's a part of them and not here down here in Miami with me. Because it's simple for me, Freddie. When I look at a guy like Damian Lillard and what he means to basketball, right. his work ethic, where he's from, and uh, he's not from a big-time big time school. Yeah, we, we were right? safe. Yeah, we were so, safe. So he grinded his way, and the work ethic allowed him to be that dominant player that he is. And we talk about the pressure that he's going to take off Giannis and Chris Middleton. Think about the pressure. Think about how many times we watched Jimmy Butler throughout that playoffs last year when he was exhausted. He exhausted every single thing on that court. And all we kept saying is, man, if he had another score or somebody to take some pressure off of him, mm-hmm. he would be okay even even better. So if you're if you're – if you're Jimmy Butler and you're saying to yourself, okay, it's a possibility we're going to get Dam- Damian Lillard. Right. You're thinking about all these things. And then when yeah. he goes to the team that y'all just beat last year in five games, four mm-hmm. games to one, right. you're saying, damn. Yeah. Because I was, I was hoping yeah. to get somebody to I mean, take, take a little something off me and have another bona fide sniper out there. Because you know Dame saw the same thing that you just mentioned. He probably saw that Miami team and said, that's where I want to go. If I'm going to go away from Portland, away from, they're not going to trade me to a team in the Western Conference. I'm perfect for what he does. Yep. He's perfect for what I do. And then Giannis in Milwaukee said, hold that beer. You're going to be perfect a lot more here than down in Miami. And we even got better assets in Milwaukee to help you achieve that goal. Phillip in Pennsylvania, my friend, what do you got to say about this trade? Damian Little, part of a three-team trade. He is on his way to play with Giannis in Milwaukee. Uh, good afternoon, fellas. Thank you for taking my call. Um all that noise you're hearing from uh, coming from the east is um, from John B. up in Del Morey's office moving furniture. I'll be I'll be honest with you. He's not lying. By the if, way, if I'm Joel and B, mm-hmm. man, I'm trying to have a meeting with everybody. Hey, listen, other people in this conference are making moves. We don't have time for this riffraff. I understand people may have been in their feelings, but the common goal right now is to win. And we see other people getting better. Let us lock in and focus. Because they still have play- they still have Embiid himself, mm-hmm. James Hart, Maxie, yeah. Tobias Harris, P.J. Tucker. They added um, Oubre yeah. and Pat Bev, right, mm-hmm. and P.J. Tucker. They still have pieces, but now it's about, okay, can guys get out their feelings yeah. and just focus on the task at hand, which is winning the NBA championship. And I should say, hell, getting to the Eastern Conference Final for the first time since, what, 2001 when AI was there? You use the word pieces because right now they're mentally in pieces Yeah, in Philadelphia. That's That's where they are. And until – Whatever is going to happen, whatever this resolution is going to be, how they have this end game with James Harden is going to determine exactly what's going to happen because he's not going to get his way. Darryl Moore, the general manager, said, we're not trading you. You can call me a liar. You can call me names. You can talk bad about my mama. But when October rolls around, your behind's going to be here in 76ers, red, white, and blue. And so it's no coincidence that all of a sudden we haven't heard anything with James Harden. Haven't heard anything saying, when am I going to get traded? When am I going to get traded? You guys better trade me else. All of a sudden, we're starting to see that he and Daryl Morey having a hug, coming off the plane, because Daryl Morey said, you are not bullying me. I'm not going to let you do this. I put my neck on the the line for you, James Harden. The reason that I wanted you here is because I believe in you. I believed you in Houston, and I got you behind out of Brooklyn. You didn't want to be there anymore. You are not flipping this on me and calling me a liar. 
when I put my neck and my reputation on the line for you because I believe you can make it work here. Now, if you're James Harden, what are you going to do about it? You can't just all of a sudden be in your feelings. As my coach, Tom L. Sasson, when, I play, when, I coach for, when he played for me in football, when I played in football at Manchester University, always say, I'm tired of guys with moose faces. Moose face, some guys were, mm, mm, mm. that's a moose face. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that nonsense if you're Philadelphia. And Coach E, my late coach, was exactly right. If a guy is walking around with a moose face, I don't want to try to rely on that guy. So if I'm Dalmore Moore and Joel Embiid, I'm looking at James Harden going, moose, the moose face, dude. I don't want to hear that. If you're going to be mm, all around here, then you know what? You're going to have to try to make this work because we're tired of making excuses for you when it comes to James Harden hey, in Philadelphia. you're right about that, uh, that what you call it, the moose face? Moose face. Moose face because yes, that's what got, he looked like. I got to take y'all back to AAU basketball, right? Okay. When my pops coached me, and then I'm gonna give y'all a sense of my dad and all the people he's coached. So he coached Pat Man Jones, he coached uh, Hans Ward, me, my brother Grayson Allen, Dwight Howard, jo- all of us. He coached okay. all of us in basketball and all kind of sports. Wow! But I remember we we're at the AAU Nationals in Orlando, and one of the players had one of the moose faces, right? Mm-hmm. You want to know what my dad did to him? Sent his ass on that Greyhound bus station back exactly. home to Atlanta and told his mama what time to pick him up. Mm-hmm. Anytime we had a moose face around Coach, he would say, I got two words for you. The backup. Time, time to go. <laughs> hey, man, give me somebody else that want to be here. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to be here, he, he, he always say, don't give me a moose face and don't have that Route 6 look in your eye. Because where my school is, it's at the intersection of Route 15 and Route 6 in Mansfield, Pennsylvania. He says, I see some guys that got that moose face, that Route 6 look in their eye. You did not want him looking at you that way when he was saying stuff like that. Philadelphia is tired of James Hart having that Route 6, Route 95 look in his eye and having a moose face. So what is he going to do about it, especially with the move that Milwaukee made today? Because Damian Lillard, they do not have to worry about him having a moose face. Now he's with Giannis Antetokounmpo with the Milwaukee Bucks. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. I'm Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance. You can save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. All you got to do is visit Progressive.com today. Keep weighing in on the Dean trade. We can't wait to hear what you have to say at triple H say ESPN. 888-729-3776. That is the Freddie Harry hotline. And you know who's really, really happy about this Dame trade? The Miami Dolphins. Because everybody's going to look at them and say, please save us. We get the temperature of that area based on football, not basketball, on ESPN Radio. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
loved the playmaking splash shifted the tempo another great cocktail from the hypnotic team every season is hypnotic and tequila season hypnotic liqueur bardstown kentucky 17 percent alcohol by volume hypnotic reminds you to think wisely drink wisely 10 seconds on the clock how many things can you name that are always growing your relationships your skills your customer base how about businesses on shopify Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together, getting grown on Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN, the app, ESPN Radio, Series XM Channel 80. And don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Boy, the Miami Dolphins, they've been growing all year long so far in the first three games. It should be an out-of-sight matchup when they take on the Buffalo Bills this Sunday in Buffalo as a 3-0 team. Let's bring in an FOS friend of the show. He is Marcel Louis-Jacques. Does a great job as an ESPN Miami Dolphins reporter. Hit him on Twitter, Marcel underscore LJ. Before we get to Miami and playing the Buffalo Bills, Marcel, Damian Lillard is not going to be a member of the Miami Heat. He's on the way to Milwaukee Bucks. What is the temperature that is always hot down there in South Florida after hearing this news? I'm sure it's no coincidence at all, Freddie, but as soon as the trade news came through, a literal dark cloud came over South Florida, and it is pouring rain wow. down here now. I mean, it couldn't be any better of a of a metaphor here for what the temperature <laughs> is in South Florida. I think they're upset. Um, I think it was an expectation that, uh, that this would happen. You know, usually in the NBA, when players try to force their way to a team, it works, and it did not work this time. So, uh yeah, there's disappointment. There's kind of shock, I guess, over the the comparison between the package they were offering and the package that Milwaukee offered. But it's over. It's over, right? So no choice but to move ahead and move forward. So, Marcel, this past weekend we've seen the Miami Dolphins score 70 points on the Denver Broncos. Can you explain what happened? Uh, because I'm pretty sure you was at that football game watching it up close and in person. I mean – Right now, I think they might have just scored again, Harry. Like, it, it was <laughs> nothing that anybody has ever seen in that press box before. It became, it, it slowly graduated from, oh man, they uh, they're kind of getting after it to what is about to happen. How far can this thing go? Like, can they actually hit seventy? They, had, I think, they were already at forty nine at the end of the third quarter or midway through the third quarter. So, uh, it, it's one of those that, one of those experiences that you kind of have to just kind of stop sit back and marvel for a second at like the historic element of it. Like objectively speaking, this is something that a lot of us have not, at least me, I haven't seen in my lifetime. A lot of people haven't, hasn't been done since 1966. And in terms of the yardage output has literally never been done 350 yards on the ground and through the air. So, I mean, it's, it's one of those situations that I don't know if it's possible to overreact to. I think it's that impressive of an accomplishment. I think individually it's the single most, impressive offensive performance that we have seen in NFL history in terms of both scoring and just efficient output. I mean, 10 out of 13 drives. And one of those drives was a kneel out yeah. when they could have set the scoring record. Wow. So uh, it, it's 
to this day, man. I, I don't think it's something that anybody is going to forget anytime soon. Marcel Luis Jock does a great job covering the Miami Dolphins as an ESPN Dolphins reporter on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. I'm not going to mention any names, your name, but on Around the Horn, you put it out there. Yeah, I think greatest offense ever when it comes to Miami. And then you put on your social media page, our Marcel underscore LJ, clicks retweet, runs and hides from impending replies. What has that been like for you when you put that out there and people say, hey, Marcel, come on now, lay off that South Florida sauce? Honestly, man, I don't think it's just been, it's, it's not been as bad as I thought it was going to be. Okay. Uh, you know, it's Bills week. I used to cover the Buffalo Bills from the 2019 and 2020 seasons. I obviously cover the Buff- or the Miami Dolphins now. So I already get a lot of Bills fans in my mentions. Um, and this week, it's, my mentions are usually a war zone. But I, I was shocking. I was shocked to see the, the, the response, man. I think a lot of people agree. I think a lot of people said, reasonably so, that it's a little early. I mean, Tony did ask me for my hottest take. He didn't ask me for a reasonable, <laughs> level-headed, thoughtful explanation. <laughs> you know, he said, yeah, I take it what it is. But, uh, you know, I think a lot of people understand that, no, like, if this team can run it past the ball, if they're this balanced and, can, and you know, they, they're a threat to score, they're a threat to move the ball, you know, through the air on the ground, like the way that they showed, not just at, against Denver, but, I, I mean, they did basically whatever they wanted against the Patriots. They did whatever they whatever they wanted against the Chargers in week one. 700 yards is a shock, but they have been building toward an explosive offensive performance. It's not like it came out of the blue. You know, if the Panthers dropped that kind of production, I'm not going to say nothing about Carolina because it came out randomly. I was like, <laughs> where did this come from? But the Dolphins, you know, I was, I was – talking to Bill Barnwell earlier today and you know you said if somebody were to tell you that a team in week three if someone after week two said in week three a team is going to score 70 points and rack up 700 yards the Dolphins are going to be one of the first two teams you guess it's them and the Chiefs so I don't think it came out of nowhere but uh you know there's obviously a lot riding on the stake of Tua remaining healthy of Tyreek remaining healthy and Jalen Waddle but like they just did that without Jalen Waddle on the field uh, that's the that's the scary thing. So uh, they they were an explosive offense last year, um, and so they kind of got figured out toward the end of the season. They lacked the balance that we've seen from them this year, but right now they lead the NFL in passing yards and rushing yards per game, and that is tough to stop, Freddie. Yeah, that run game has really made this offense be that more dynamic. Now I want to take this to the Buffalo Bills games this the game this weekend. When you look at Buffalo, right there – top two in total yards uh, defensively. They're number two, tied for second in sacking the quarterback. Also, when it comes to taking the football away, they're also tied for third in that manner. When you look at the offense of the Miami Dolphins, is this going to be their best litmus test uh, this season up up until this point so far? Oh, without question. Uh, the Bills are one of those, those teams. They're so well coached on the defensive side of the ball. They really thrive on taking away what an opponent does and you know what they did to Sam Howell and, and Washington on Sunday is they took away that first read and they forced him to hold on to the ball and move through his progressions and their pass rush was effective enough I mean nine sacks mm-hmm. and you see the result which is five turnovers so it, it, they can uh, you know they I think they call that complimentary football right the rush influence in the coverage so mm-hmm. I, I, I think they are they are one of the best examples in the NFL at uh uh, just turning in complete defensive efforts day or week after week after week. Uh, I think the emergence of Terrell Bernard in the middle of the field at linebacker, uh, obviously mm-hmm. defensive player of the week this week, a couple sacks, interception, a fumble recovery. 
his prowess as a in, in pass coverage, coupled with what they already get from Matt Milano. These are two linebackers who each have now multiple forced turnovers already this season. That makes life difficult because the Dolphins really operate in the middle of the field. When you look at Tua's numbers on inbreaking routes on Sunday, 15 of 15, 209 yards, touchdown, perfect 158.3 passer rating. Like That is where they want to be. If Buffalo can take that away, it's going to force Miami to get more creative. So uh, there's, a, there's a chess match loading on Sunday, Harry, man. I'm pretty excited to watch it. It's just overall good football. Yeah, 30 seconds left. What did you make of Tua Tungabailoa saying today that this is the most fun he's had playing football since being back at Alabama? I'm not surprised, man. I would have fun, too, if I hit 17 <laughs> passes in a row to start a game. <laughs> if I'm throwing for 400 yards and four touchdowns. This man is flipping. He joked with us today. He said, uh, you know, we asked how long, how much you practice throwing with your right hand. He's like, man. I had two tutties with my left, two with my right. I wonder if that's ever been done in NFL history. I, I don't know. He might be unique in that. But uh, it is good to see him having fun, man, and particularly with what he went through last year. It's objectively just – it's fun to watch, man. This team really loves uh, loves how it's playing right now. And, I mean, 70 points, 700 yards, that'll do it, right? Yeah. By the way, I think Miami just scored again. Now the 84 points after that game they had against the Broncos <laughs> over the weekend. He's an FOS friend of the show. He is Marcel Louis Jacques. Does a great job covering the Dolphins as an ESP Miami Dolphins reporter. Hit him on Twitter at Marcel underscore LJ joining Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. I always appreciate you, brother. Have a good time up in Buffalo. Yo, Stomach Browns, Marcel. Yeah, I appreciate it, Freddie. Thanks for having me on. At least, Harry, he's not going to Buffalo in December. At least he's going there right. the first day of October. The good man upstairs was looking out for him. <laughs> they went to yes, the schedule he was. Make and say, Give Marcel a break. Don't sit him there in November. But what about in what December? He, he might have to go to New England, though. Yeah, but I, I think he'd rather go to New England in then December Buffalo. than yeah. Buffalo in December. I mean, yeah, Buffalo, right Southern Canada. That. I love the people up there, but it, when winter comes through there, winter comes through there when it comes to Buffalo. And speaking of the Buffalo Bills, the outstanding linebacker, A.J. Epinesa, is going to join us tomorrow here on Freddie and Harry at 3.05 Eastern time. Can't wait to hear what he has to say about that offense in Miami, that they're going to try to slow down. A.J. Epinesa, Buffalo Bills linebacker, joins us tomorrow at 3.05 Eastern time right here on Freddie and Harry. Keep coming in when it comes to those calls about Damian Lillard on his way to the Milwaukee Bucks at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. But there's another team out there that got exponentially better because of the trade that happened today involving Damian Lillard going to the Bucks. We'll tell you about that team next on ESPN Radio. This is the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 
So I guess the Milwaukee Bucks are the kings of the East, even though the NBA season is a little more than a month away. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80. Keep weighing in at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Your thoughts on Damian Lillard, part of a three-team trade. Portland Santos and the Milwaukee Bucks. Damian Lillard goes there as part of that three-team deal. Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, Tumani Kamara, a 2029 unprotected Milwaukee first and unprotected Milwaukee swap rights in 2028 and 2030 to the Portland Trailblazers. Phoenix lands Yusef Nurkic. Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. Harry, it wasn't that long ago. People were saying, man, you know we got Kevin Durant, Devin Booker. Where's the depth? There it is for Phoenix, getting those four guys, especially two guys that will help them immediately, three guys that help them immediately, and Joseph Nurkic, Grayson Allen, and Nas Little. Yeah, that's one of the problems the Phoenix Suns ran into last season, after, especially after acquiring Kevin Durant, was the depth factor, right? That's what got them – in that playoff series versus the Denver Nuggets where they were able to win two games but just didn't have the firepower outside of the top dogs to be able to get things done. You look at what they did. They brought in four guys, Freddie, for one player. DeAndre Ayton is now shipped to the Portland Trailblazers, but you just mentioned some quality guys. Now, I will say this. Mm -hmm. Defense is not going to be at the forefront of any damn thing (laughs) that the Phoenix Suns do because (laughs) when I look at Yusef Nurkic, Nurkic, um, I think it was a few years ago. I think it may have been the bubble. And I remember screaming at my TV, damn, can you play defense at some point, please? But on the offensive end, he was bona fide, right? Yeah. He was a guy that can, you know, clean up around the basket, uh, shoot the mm-hmm. midi really well. Multifaceted on the offensive yep, end. Can do a lot of different things. And, and, and I can't help but think about a guy like Grayson Allen, who I know very, very well. Mm-hmm. My pops coached him um, at AAU basketball. And he's a guy that can really benefit being on this basketball team because when you have a Bradley Beal, a Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, even an Eric Gordon, all those guys from an offensive standpoint who can, you know, put the ball in the basket, a lot of attention is going to go to those guys, especially the top three. So now you're going to be getting wide open looks. You're going to be able to drive the ball to the basket because the attention won't be on you like it will be those top dogs for the Phoenix Suns. So I think for Frank Vogel, and and it, and it and I think this is going to be a challenge for him okay. because Frank Vogel is accustomed to his teams playing defense. Right. And when you have nothing but offensive firepower mm-hmm. and defense isn't the mo of the of the makeup of this team, that's going to be something I'm looking at early on in the season for them is how they're going to be able. They're just going to say, you know, we're going to outscore everybody. That's what it's going to be because Frank Vogel will bring that as for known as defense, but it's got to be you know take two and call me in the morning. It can't be just a constant dosage of that because that's not modern basketball yep. in the NBA. Sometimes it's not about how much you can't let people score. It's when you can get those stops. How do you get those key stops in the fourth quarter? How do you get those key stops when a team is making a run? That's modern basketball when it comes to defense in the NBA. The days of 79-78 games as a final score, those days are over because they, they, have, they have literally legislated defense out of the NBA. You can't clutch, you can't grab, you can't do any of those things that my Knicks teams did in the 90s and the bad boys did it before them. The NBA is not going to allow that to happen. So Frank Vogel seems to be the kind of guy that can adapt because he's not going to let this team perish having all that offensive firepower 
Led by Devin Booker and Kevin Durant in this basketball but team. But that depth was the most important thing for this basketball team. And, yeah. man, whenever you can get one, trade one player away yeah. and you get four players in which I know three of those guys are going to be able to help this basketball team in some kind of way. Nasir Little is a guy that I, I view as being mm-hmm. able to play a little bit more defense than, the, right. than a lot of guys on that roster. But, I mean, most of your players are offensive guys, guys right. that can put the ball in the basket, and that's their M.O., and that's what they're known for. So, hey, maybe they're going to be able to outscore everybody, especially more so than the Dallas Mavericks are, because I think that's kind of their M.O. too. Yeah, everybody in the Western Conference, that's going to be their deal. Sacramento, Golden State, Lakers, Clippers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Ruben in the great city of Milwaukee, thanks for hitting us up on the Freddie and Harry hotline at 888-729-3776. Ruben, Damian Lillard is coming to your city. What do you got to say about that? Uh, I'm feeling pretty good, probably a little bit better than Drake and the people over up in Toronto right about now. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> but uh, anyway, um, I think right now um, Milwaukee has the best one-two punch in the league. Um, I, I don't know if anybody would dispute that or if uh, somebody, if not, we're definitely uh, top one or top two, but I think we got the number one, number two. Um it's it's good for the Bucks. I hope that uh, this will keep Giannis here, and that's what a lot of of us here were were hoping that um you know, uh, uh, cooler. Uh, hold on, the talk around the water cooler was, hey man, what do you think about the Giannis situation? Well, we'll see what happens. But this right here, I think definitely speaks volumes, and I'm glad for the people of Wisconsin, people in Milwaukee, and for the NBA. And um, I hope that this brings us at least one more championship. <laughs> at least on paper, it does. But the game is played on the court. If any, everybody stays healthy, um, I think we can at least get one more. Yeah, I can't he- wait to hear what Giannis has to say about this. Well, I, I think for this that one-two punch thing, uh, we understand what Giannis and Damian Lillard brings to the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. I just want to see it first. Absolutely. like I, You know what I mean? Before I just go throwing that out there. Yeah. Because when I look at – Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray. Murray. When I look at Anthony Davis and even LeBron James, Mm -hmm. right? And and if those guys are healthy. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum in Boston. And then also when you look at, um, for Dallas, Kyrie Irvin. And Luka Doncic. And also Luka, what those two guys bring to the table. Kevin Durant Durant and Devin Booker. Booker. So I I can't just throw that out there. Now, I, I I don't want to disrespect Damian Lillard or Giannis Antetokounmpo and what those guys are able to do. It's just that I want to see it, and then I can say things like that. Yeah, my basketball, my basketball spider sense tells me great players always figure it out when they want to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Great players never worry about, I got to get this, I got to get that, I got to get this. Damian Lillard has waited for this opportunity forever, and now this is the best chance for him to not only have a playoff run, but have a championship run with a guy that's done it, with other guys that have been able to do it. Damon Lewis is not going to be the guy to say, I got to be the dude. He's like, look, I know how this can work, but I have not experienced it. You guys know how this can work and incorporate a guy like me. He's going to be leaning on them a lot, and those guys want Damian Lillard to lean on them, to not have all that pressure being on him to make this work. In and I think uh, uh, one human being that's going to be able to ease all of this is Terry Stotts, right, who's Absolutely. an assistant coach on this staff uh, underneath Adrian Griffin. So I think he's going to be able to help iron out things because no one knows Damian Lillard better than him. Yeah, and Damian Lillard, he even said that he has a tremendous amount of loyalty and gratitude to the Portland Trailblazers in the city of Portland but he's excited for this new adventure now that he's going to be a member of the Milwaukee Bucks. So how did this happen? How did this come out of nowhere that Damian Lillard not going to Miami, but going to Milwaukee? That's next from Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio.
Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.